0: I'll show you mine. Warning, this podcast may contain filter-free oversharing, parenting fails, carb loading, more vodka than soda and many, many Tom Hardy references. As it turns out, size really does matter. So here I am again for what feels like the 100th time in four years. I'm surrounded by boxes, sheets of butcher's paper, I'm sat cross-legged on the floor and hopelessly I'm trying to find the sodding end of the packing tape. Yep, moving, you officially suck. This time though, I'm packing up to move in with a really rather amazing man. So all the time spent on hold to call centres around the world, trying to disconnect and then reconnect utilities is worth it. As I'm working out piles of things to keep, give to St Vinnie's and possessions to throw out, my thoughts take me back to a home a few moves ago. It was the first year of my marriage breakup from memory and I was still getting used to being on my own. I found the nights I was child-free were the loneliest and gave me way too much time alone with my thoughts. So the best way to combat such evenings was to make plans with friends. One of my dear friends was also single at the time and we'd arranged to meet up for dinner and drinks. And, as often is the case, we ended up ditching the dinner bit and instead had a couple of nibbles and cocktails. Eating is cheating, don't they say? Anyway, filled with Dutch courage that tends to come with a strong vodka martini or four, we made a pact. We were strong, independent women. We were going to go to King's Cross and we were going to visit an adult store. Yes, we were. Move over, Samantha, from Sex and the City. I mean, who needed a man after all? As it turns out, you actually only need a pack of AAA batteries. Fresh off the King's Cross strip and giddy from the neon lights and full of bravado, what a pair of sophisticated women we were. Er, uh, well, that was until we entered the store and burst out laughing like tween girls. We were not unlike the gaggle of schoolgirls in Love Actually, that scene, you know, where uh, they're laughing at the naked paintings as, as Mark keeps emphasising... Actually, they're not funny, they're art. Anyway, most of what was on the shelves in this particular shop was far from art. Each to their own in the bedroom department, but good lord, some of this stuff would have made Hugh Hefner blush. I would love to know what sort of whiteboard antics are created in the research and development departments in the adult industry. What an imagination those people must have, slash slightly weird and kinky tendencies. It certainly enforced what a pair of vanilla birds my friend and I were, if nothing else. And you know what? In this case, I'm quite comfortable being beige. After perusing the ladies' toy section for 20 minutes, we'd finally narrowed down our choice. What we really wanted to buy was something from the beautiful designer range. White, classic and simple. These toys could easily have doubled up as a cordless mouse and honestly would not have looked out of place in the Apple store. What we came out with looked more like a stormtrooper in drag. Bright purple plastic with this kind of mid-pearl section that apparently rotated and flashing lights. More Mardi Gras than MAC accessory. But as we were on a budget and had already spent a mozza on martinis, we didn't have much choice. Now, making any purchase intoxicated isn't wise. Making a purchase where there is no refund option is really stupid. Now, as you can imagine, this isn't really a try-before-you-buy product. So, in the cold light of day, looking at my purchase on the kitchen table, I realised my eyes, so to speak, were a bit too big for my belly, and I certainly could need eat a whole one. In short, I may have misjudged the size of the matter. Keith, as I called him, turned out to be a bit of a dud. As his hobbies and interests were rather limited, I mean, he didn't want to go for dinner, walk on the beach, watch Downton Abbey on the sofa, our time together was short-lived. Before I knew it, he was languishing alongside a once-used orange yoga mat and a half-finished scarf I was knitting. Again, it was time to move. Packed up, I was excited about the new home we were moving into. I was up early and I was full of caffeine and in my most comfy activewear. I was ready to roll. My car was filling up with plants and other delicate items as the three removalists were doing the hard yards, moving all the heavy boxes. I don't remember the the names of the lovely men that were moving me. They were all from the Middle East, I do remember that. The chap in charge spoke broken English and the other two no English at all. So the morning had been spent with me doing over-the-top smiles, head nods and putting my two thumbs up. I mean, God, they must have thought I was a former wiggle. I did the other thing we tend to do when we don't share a common language. I just said things slowly and loudly in English. Anyway, we reach that point three hours in where you're a complete hot mess and you are testing your deodorant to its limits. But the end is in sight and the house almost cleared. Brilliant. Full of the joys of spring and one more coffee. I was bounding around, excited about the new place I was moving into. At that moment, the boss removalist came out to my car to tell me I'd left a few things in the bedroom. I bounded in all tigger-like to see the orange yoga mat, half-knitted scarf, and Keith on the floorboard where my bed once was. In my life, this would have to be a top three low point. Where were my ruby red slippers to click me out of the room or Clark Kent's alter ego to swoop in and rescue me from the most shameful of shameful moments? I still cringe and go the colour of a beetroot just thinking of it. The worst part was I had no idea what they were saying to each other but it didn't really look or sound good and with the language barrier I couldn't even lie and say it was a secret Santa gift from a friend. I'd like to think they mistook Keith for a Star Wars collector's item, but I'm pretty sure they didn't. The best bit was, though, not only did I have to deal with that immediate awkward ten minutes in the unit with them, we also then had to spend another three hours together while they unpacked me at the other end. Oh, what a day. The moral of the story, if there is one, always clean under your bed. And try, wherever possible, to save up for the incognito apple variety and not the Star Wars Mardi Gras edition. Thanks for coming. If you'd like more, be sure to subscribe. Visit me at katherinemahoney.com or check me out on socials at Catherine Mahoney. Planning for your next trip?